based on the true story of when Richard Petty freed Venezuela from Dean Martin. I'm Justin. Every man in this movie has a crack problem. I'm Jackie. I remember college, and it was nothing like this college. I'm Sam, and this is Rage to Kill on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me is a can opening. With me is uh, Jackie and Sam. Sam is still remote, uh, thanks to the stupid thing, but we're not going to talk about that today. Instead, we're going to talk about 1988's Rage to Kill, uh, directed, written, and produced by one David Winter of AIP and Ted Pryor fame. Uh, t- uh, David Winter's... Uh, well, we'll get into that. Um, also, Oliver Reed appears, and uh, Cameron Mitchell, and some other Cameron people. Cameron Mitchell and James Ryan. James Ryan. We'll talk about him, I'm sure. So. Yeah. Well, uh, currently streaming. Currently streaming on Amazon Prime, so you have no reason not to watch this unless you uh, think it looks stupid or you don't respect our opinions on film. Uh, but let's start with you, Sam. This is your pick this week. Uh, why Rage to Kill? Uh, it was one of my favorite wild ones that we saw last year. Last year? Did it make your... Uh, the year b- I think it, it was the year before. The year before it made my thing, but I haven't pulled the trigger on it until just now. Okay. So. And also because it was readily available for everyone to watch. Yeah, right, which is a good call. Right my, my my list has been amended for the reason, for this foreseeable future. Yeah. Um. Second time that we've watched it, Jackie, this was the first time you watched it. I'm going to let you get your main tirade out of the way without spoiling any of the plot details. But uh, as we know that uh, you think maybe the men were a little too thin in this film. Yes, that's right. I was the one that cracked the beer in the beginning. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> she cracked the beer and then made a crack joke. Um, All of the men in this are gross. Every last one of them. What about Cameron Mitchell? All of them. He is like Cameron, Cameron Mitchell's a sex machine if I have ever seen one. <laughs> yeah, one, once he hit 60, he really looked great, didn't he? He, he blossomed. I mean, he, he got like he, a little filled out. <laughs> and he I'm looks wondering... like a worn out toothbrush where the bristles <laughs> just shoot sideways. Right. <laughs> Cameron Mitchell. That, that's about right, Sam. <laughs> and I'm really surprised that they were able to find women for this movie that made the men still look like they weren't anorexic crack whores. Right. It, it was gross. Like, I had a really hard time watching this movie. It was just so damn disgusting. Yeah, Jackie's very uh, judgmental on people's visages. Uh, but uh, but I like the fat guys, the villains. I thought they looked Ol- okay. Oliver Reed? Yes. And, and then his man, whoever that guy was. Well, no, I just liked Ian Oliver Yule. Reed. Ian Yule. Who? Ian Yule. Ian Yule. Uh, yeah. He was, uh, he's the brother of famed uh, actor Yule Brenner, if I remember correctly. Nope. Okay. Um, yeah. Sam, what do you got on this movie? Well, this is very early on in the 
AIP Action International Pictures catalog. Mm-hmm. It is just after David Winters had had it with people telling him what to do. Because you know what the last thing they told him to do was? Don't. Cast John, Josh Brolin in the movie Thrashing. What? Yeah, so the movie Thrashing, which I think is the first of the skateboard movies that comes out and Gleaning the Cube and oh, okay, okay, okay. all that shit, right? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know which. It was early on, but the studio forced him into using Josh Brolin when he knew that he should have cast John Depp and that that guy was going to be a star. <laughs> so he said, fuck it. I'm making my own pictures now. Yeah, and that's where Action International of, came. Nobody had ever heard of, has ever heard of Josh Brolin ever again since Thrashing. I mean, you know. Yeah. He didn't make it. It all worked. <laughs> yeah, it's like, with whatever, buddy, I guess. <laughs> Six in one, half dozen the other. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh so he starts his own um, studio, and early on, there was it had to have something to do with tax credit, whatever. They go to do these uh, pictures down in South Africa. This is going to be shot back to back with Space Mutiny, okay, okay, which is one of the more uh, well known David Winters films, right? Uh, because was, of I, the MST3K episode. Yeah, I was actually thinking the big shootout at the end in the nuclear power plant had some locations that looked very Space Mutiny esque. A lot of catwalks no, and things of that nature. The shooting location was that factory was the same place. Yeah, right. Yeah, they shot both of these more of Space Mutiny in that than this one had, but they shot both of them in the same place. Shot them back to back. And David Winters actually applied for the Smithy credit on uh, Space Mutiny because he had to leave right after they started shooting because somebody his family died and somebody else mostly finished the picture for him. I'm I'm sorry, what and credit? The Ellen Smithy credit? I'm I don't know what that is. If you are a director and you don't want you to be credited to you because you think it turned out so bad and it wasn't your fault, you may apply to the guild to use the Ellen Smithy credit. Ah. So it's like written and directed by Ellen Smithy. You know that somebody has disowned it. So it's like a like a just a general pseudonym that everybody can use that. And only a number of people ever used it. Uh, And I believe that it's been retired by the guild as well. Now you can just make up whatever name, make up your own pseudonym. Yeah, but it's easier contractually that way. But he wasn't allowed to because he was the producer as well. So by whatever rules he was playing by, he had to leave his name on Space Mutiny. <laughs> Whoops. This one, however, and it's weird because you can find that this was made in 87 or 88 or 89. And the same with Space Mutiny. Uh, so I'm assuming that what happens is is that they released this one first. whether it was, sh- And it, it had to have been shot first because if he directed it, and he had to leave for the one, mm. he wouldn't go back and then direct this, obviously. Right. right. So I am to assume that what happened is they shot this one. It was already in post-production. He started shooting the other one, had to leave, came back. This was okay. They tried to fix Space Mutiny, could never really get it fixed, and then said, what the hell? Let's just spit this Space Mutiny out the way it is. By that time, David A. Pryor was already doing three movies a year. At which point, 
Winners is just like, you know what? I'm just going to let Pryor do it. Yeah. Why am I even doing this shit? Why am I even doing this shit? So he would still do a couple of them when he wanted to. And the third in AIP would do a couple. But for the most part, uh, their financed productions that they did in-house, Pryor was mostly doing. They did uh, acquire many films for distribution. And that number is somewhere in between 41 and 80. Nobody really knows. It's a pretty wide... uh wide range there to choose from. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> How many people have died from coronavirus? Three or three million? We don't you know. You pick. Yeah. I think 41 and 80 is a little closer together. Oh, well, you know, but uh, it's the same bullshit. Like, we don't want to tell you. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, yeah, uh, we'll give you a range. And you guess, you sons of bitches, asking all your goddamn questions. <laughs> So James Ryan, the star, as it were, the man's man, the who's the very, who, the, the very not svelte gentleman who <laughs> leads, who he's leads very the battalion. Slender. I mean, he's really thin. He's maybe not, one and a half percent body fat. I mean, maybe. Yeah, there's there's not a whole lot to him. He is so gross. So gross. I'd I'd be fine with it if I looked like him. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, he is gross. Get rid of all all of the fat. Like I could run a mile and nobody would even like blink at me. I'd be like, I could do all the swimming. I could jump over things and my that, knees wouldn't hurt. So you have to have some fat to swim fast, right? Do you? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you know. <laughs> I think you just made that assumption like, well, uh, you have to because that's the only way I can swim. It keeps me buoyant. <laughs> yeah, well, floating and swimming are different. <laughs> One is a lot more active than the other, let's say. Uh, the only swimming I do is floating. That's for damn sure. Um, yeah, so what's his story? He did this movie called Killer Be Killed, and it was popular... Enough to get him sort of not really Van Damme, but like, oh, there's another guy that we can put on the video shelves after Van Damme, right? Uh, I guess. Actually, Van Damme's not even anything at this point. This right. is still because 91's Bloodsport. Right. So they're just putting him in the Norris section. Yeah, maybe the Norris section. He's in, they even make a reference to Chuck Norris in this movie, he I does. think. Or his brother yeah. does, Glenn. Yeah, Norris is dominating the action shelf at the Blockbuster at this point. Actually, Blockbusters are just starting to open at this point. It sounds like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And did anybody bother to look at this man before they were like, yeah, well, he's a backup for Jean-Claude Van Damme. Did they look at Chuck Norris? Chuck Chuck Norris is at least halfway decent good looking. Is he? Yes. I think it's just if you can do high kicks, you're in. Well, this guy should know. They should have been like, we cannot afford his crack habit. <laughs> He's not a crackhead. He just doesn't know what food looks like. Well, then I guess craft services is cheap. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's a, you're double dipping. You get this guy on the cheap, and then you don't have to pay much for uh, whatever they serve at craft services. <laughs> I mean, sandwiches. I guess sandwiches, those little shitty sandwiches that you get at, like, the grocery store, like, you're going to have an office party. I got those sandwiches. And by the time they get there, all the lettuce is, like, drained into the bread, so they're gross and slimy. And you're like, thanks, Phil. We should not There's have There's coleslaw them. on my pants now. 
<laughs> somebody in the future is going to be listening to this and be like meeting what's a meeting because yeah. you know because we aren't going to those anymore because of the zoom yeah the closest human contact will be the end of star trek 2 and jim pressing his hand against the right glass right. that's as close as you'll ever get to anybody ever again yep yeah, that's what you want to do to your boss. You want to stick him in the dilithium chamber. <laughs> I think. Did everybody, everybody like their bosses? I didn't think anybody liked their bosses. I like mine. <laughs> okay, all right. Usually don't want to kill him. Well, yeah. you don't? <laughs> I mean, even my worst right. boss, I just wanted to give diarrhea to. No, yeah. uh, I think the dilithium chamber gives you diarrhea, too. I'm pretty sure Spock shat himself everywhere. He shat yeah, nerd himself. He, himself. Yeah, no, it was like his whole inner organs came out of his butt. <laughs> no, he's Vulcan. They don't have inner organs, dude. Don't you know anything? They're just They do. They just bleed green. Yeah, green icker. They're like bugs. They're just filled with ooze. I'm pretty sure. Yum. Yeah. Uh anyway, okay. James Ryan uh-huh. is a martial arts star from South Africa. I couldn't find any like any martial art qualifications on this guy right he can do high kicks i bet he's a dancer yeah probably that's probably why he knows david winner well i bet again he was involved in these action movies before he got a hold of winners and so you're just like why are you a thing bud <laughs> right but he was a thing up until like 90 and then he he had sort of kicked his way into hollywood and uh was had landed a role in the January man, which is just awful. And it tanked. And then no one else, no one saw of him. And he went back to South Africa at that point. You mean South America, South Africa. Oh, I thought you were saying he was from South America. He's in South. He's from South Africa. Okay. All right. Most of the people in this movie are in from South Africa that aren't like all Ollie Reed. I can't imagine why, uh, how anybody would not catch, uh, that they weren't from American or from America because, We'll get into that later. But uh, who the, else you got? You this, want to talk about Ollie Reed, Sam? Not really. We've talked about I've, I've talked about Ollie Reed, my hero to death. Yeah. Uh, Ian Yule, though. Oh, OK. All right. The guy that his right hand man, Slater. Slade. Is that his name? I think it's Slade. Slade. Yeah. Yeah. Slade. Uh, he's actually a professional soldier most of his life and what? then did some stunts for Ben-Hur Boy. and uh, then did movies. What? <laughs> yeah. So before he was he was a merc before Ben Hur. Yeah. Isn't Ben Hur fifty five? We had yeah. mercs before fifty five. Oh yeah. What the fuck were they doing? They mercs the whole time. They mercs with swords, man. Well, I guess yeah. Like you know, privateers were essentially mercs too. Was he a privateer? Yeah. That'd be no, sweet. he was. <laughs> He chooses to use the word professional soldier, but that seems very synonymous with mercenary. Well, I mean, how else do you take it? Yeah. I mean, I, I technically, I'm good enough I guess, at this all that I get paid. paid sort of. Well, not all of them, but some of them are paid, you know. Yeah, like, but, he, you know, the, the the real thing, I guess, the way they, they put it is that uh, it's different when there's a flag not on your shoulder. Right? <laughs> Mercenaries make me feel weird in my stomach, and I don't know if I like them, but I like mercenaries in my movies because they're always badass. But uh, yeah. in real life, I don't think mercs are good. Um, anyways. He's uh, credited as the co-writer of this film. Yeah, I saw that. 
Yeah. I assume that one of the things that he wrote was me and Ollie with naked bitches in the hot tub. Yeah, right. You're right. <laughs> he probably also wrote like, uh, oh yeah, I'll co-write this. Uh, I, hmm, an idea. Uh, let's write about that time I invaded a country by myself and I was paid to. Uh, I'm I'm guessing he probably pulled from some of his uh, from his uh, Merc time, you know, like kind of juntas and overthrow. Uh, you know, revolutionaries and guerrilla warfare and things of those natures, you know? Sure. Yeah. Mm, I don't He's know. It's like, not all, not all colleges are like this one, but I invaded a college like this one. <laughs> panty raid! <laughs> I wonder if you can get paid to panty raid, you know? Like, I'm a, a panty merc. How many panty, how many panties can you fit on a bayonet? <laughs> as many as you goddamn want. The same amount of co-eds. They're wearing the yeah. panties, and you know. no, that's not what you do. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not that's a panty murder. raid. Well, that's what the National Guard did in Kent State, right? You know, anybody? Too soon? Too soon? Too soon? Okay. <laughs> they didn't make it. Um. <laughs> all right. Anything else before we get going? No, on No, that's ago? good enough. All right. Uh, here we go. So, some nice people are having a party. <laughs> And then Oliver Reed shows up into a helicopter in a helicopter and just starts gunning down a pool party. Um, yeah, the I guess what these people are are this is a very uh, diverse group of people here. Um, they're they're they've got a pool party. Uh, it seems like it's a nice time. Uh, there's nothing untoward. They do have men with guns there, sure. Uh, but I think it's because the governor of Santa, Santa, what's the name of the island? Saint Heron. Yes. Uh, it's his place. And he's brought all his, uh, his co-ed friends over. <laughs> and then a bunch of like elderly white people and uh, Muffy and Biff are there playing tennis. And uh, it's, it's a very weird group of people. And uh, then it takes a bad turn. It's like a block party. Yeah. You don't really know why all these people are in the same place because they seem too diverse. But right. then it doesn't matter because they have one thing in common, getting shot by Oliver <laughs> Reed. There's also, he, he Oliver Reed's up at a chopper and he's just going fucking nuts. On, like he's already drunk. At the very first scene, he they said, oh, Mr. Reed, we need you to get into a chopper and fire a uh, a gun that shoots blanks at people. And he's like, I think I I can do that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I've noticed now because Turkey Shoot and the number of other films that we watched, Oliver Reed, I think, sometimes just gets cast because people know that he's not afraid to hang out of a helicopter drunk. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, fuck it. Uh, they've also got men on the ground. They've got like uh, a Jeep with like a, a bullshit gun on it. This thing can't be real. I, it, we, they, we never get to see it used, right? No, yeah, no, it do. does. It fires oh, off as God. they're running in. I don't. You don't see it like really shoot anybody, but it's just this this gun on top of this jeep that's got like fifty barrels. <laughs> they're all pointed in different directions, like a star pattern. That thing can't it's, be real. It's like a gun grenade turret on top of the jeep. And yeah, if anybody was standing up in the back, they would get killed by it. Right. <laughs> My favorite was that it reminded me of my very first car that I ever had, which was a Volkswagen Jetta. And it also had a hand crank for the sun wheel mm -hmm. and, or for the sun roof. Right. And that's exactly what it reminded me of. Some guy like 
click, and then he's got the handle in his hand. He's reeling it in as fast as he can. He's trying to shoot trees and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I remember those days of crank sunroofs. Yeah, but that would imply that the thing rotates. It doesn't rotate because they've just slapped barrels all over the goddamn thing. So you don't even need to rotate it. But who knows what you're shooting at, right? <laughs> Everything else that's not you. It's not your you, As long as you're, you're sitting directly underneath it. Yeah. Uh, so everybody's dead. Uh, the reed chopper lands, and he walks up to the governor, and the governor's like, don't shoot my family. They have nothing to do with politics. And reed's like, bam, blows him away, blows the wife away. The kid runs away screaming, and some Joe Schmo revolutionary's like, ha, 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 die, kid. Shoots the kid. Yeah. Well, we should have known that he was a bad apple because when he first goes in and kills the guards at the front gate, he kicks one of them on his oh. way into the Jeep <laughs> just to make a, sure he's dead, a right? A dead guy. He shot him in the chest. His head's come apart. Like, <laughs> take it. <laughs> he fucking kicks him on his way to get into the Jeep with the turret gun on top right. so that he can go in and kill little kids. Right. You Oliver, knew he was a bad apple. Then Oliver Reed's like, hey, man, in my guerrilla war, we don't shoot kids. I have a strict no kids shooting policy. So... The guy's like, fuck it, man. And Reed's like, no, not fuck it. Blow Shoots out his knee. And the guy's like, ah, oh, my knee. And then they get in the helicopter like, are they leaving? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's strange because this guy also has more lines than he should. Where he's like, feel my revenge. You will die by me. Wait a second. Are you going to chop me up with a helicopter? Oh, no. I almost wonder what would happen if he just kept his goddamn mouth shut. Like. Would they have just shot him in the knee and then he could have gone into like the local doctor and been like, yeah, he's going to walk funny for the rest of his life. But you're not going to get chopped up by the back end of a helicopter. Like maybe yeah. shut your fucking mouth sometimes, dude. Yeah. You just got to shut up, buddy. <laughs> and I thought it was great that he's watching the blade uh, come towards him and he doesn't like lay on the ground or no, flop over to move. avoid it. He just is like, here it comes. It's no! slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's almost like he was playing a game of chicken at that point. He's not going to do it. He's like, I am going to get my revenge, and the first thing I'm going to do to you is win this fucking game of chicken with yeah, this rotor. You don't have the balls, mister. <laughs> oh, you do. Oh, oh fuck. shit. <laughs> and it was a great shot because it looked like uh, a ham or a chicken or something that was shoved underneath his shirt when the blade hit it. And right. it was like, that looks awesome. <laughs> it's definitely pork. Yeah, he, I don't think he made it. Uh, no, he didn't make it. No. And I like that, uh, Sam, now you uh, you are from uh, Italian Sicilian descent. Uh, Oliver Reed gives him the two fingers. Is that called something? No, the so if the thing that the curse for the Southern Italians anyway, uh, Sicilians anyway, is you put your thumbnail in between the two front teeth and oh, yeah, there's kind that. of flick it out. But I, I don't know what the two fingers is. I think it's just like, yeah, like up yours or yeah, something. Yeah, that's right? a British Twice. thing. Oh, was it? It is. It's a, oh, yeah, it's a yeah. British, British thing, and yeah. it is go fuck yourself. Well, yeah, everything means go fuck yourself, but like, you know, it's got to have a name. You know, like we got the middle finger. They just call it the two fingers. Hey, you gave that guy the two fingers. Uh, just like you gave my sister. That's gross. Why are you thinking about your sister getting two fingers? Because that guy's banging everybody. He's banging everybody's sister. You know? Fuck that guy. That's why you give him the two fingers. Son of a bitch. 
probably like it. What? No. <laughs> he's, he's a giver of the two fingers, not a receiver of the two fingers. <laughs> Criminy. Man, you don't know anything about Glenn. Speaking of Glenn. <laughs> uh, so back in the States, uh, this is where things get interesting. The States. Yeah, right. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Back in the old U.S. of A. <laughs> Uh, the president's sitting around. He's uh, like, hey, we heard about uh, St. Heron. Uh, it's been uh, taken over by the uh, by some militants. Uh, what do you think? And he's like, well, who's our man down there? And they're like, uh, Walk- what, what's Cameron Mitchell's name? Bill Walker or something like that? Arnie. Bill no, Arnie. that's Wally's the... Wally's the rebel leader. Yeah. And then I thought his name was Arnie. Arnie. Bill Arnie. Because they keep calling him Arnie. Okay. All right. And then every once in a while, he's too drunk and he calls somebody else Arnie. Right. And they're like, all right, well, that's cool. We got him. Uh, let's keep watching the World Series. <laughs> the World Series. <laughs> that's exactly what they are not watching. Are you sure? They never even turn on the TV. Right. <laughs> and then it cuts directly to our man Stryker, James Ryan, Engaged in drag racing jet cars. Right, right. Which like, is not profitable. It's just an expensive hobby. Yeah, and he, he it's when he beats a guy in the quarter mile, it's like he's won the Daytona 500. The entire, it's like they shut down the race day. Like, it's a, how, how fast can a jet car do a quarter mile? Eight seconds? Probably faster than that, like six. Yeah, maybe, somewhere in there. It's pretty quick. It's not a long race. And uh, the guy's like, give it up for Blaine Stryker. He's won the day. Come on down. And the entire stadium fucking clears or the bleachers because it's not a stadium. And surround the car and they've got the champagne and the milk and the the ladies in bikinis. And they're like parading him around goddamn town like he's fucking goddamn Dale Earnhardt. And just like trying. But there's like tens of people in the right. crowd. Well, I mean, you know, it's a it's a winner's movie, Sam. They only have so many extras. <laughs> it's implied. Well, and not to mention that what everybody wants when they're having their pinnacle moment of awesomeness in their career is to have your mom come up and be like, I need to talk to you. It's really important. Like, can't you just let me have this mom for like five minutes and Jesus then Christ. and then fucking bother me? God. I mean, my mom is considerate enough to be like, you know what? I'm going to let her have this because after I tell her what I need to tell her, it's going to change her world forever. You call me 13 times a day to talk about what Joan's been up to lately, mom. Can I just have my car racing championship for five goddamn minutes? No. God Okay. It's important. I really need to talk to you as somebody's elbowing her in the face to get her out of the way. I carried you in my womb for nine and a half months. You were born late, and that's why you're so thin. If that's how that works, I don't think that's it's the other way. I carried you in my womb for eight and a half months, you son of a bitch. Yeah. It was your brother who got all the ge- good genes, and you can't even you can't even talk to your old mom for three minutes. The jet cars are so important, but your own mother. Your own mother. And then all she does is go, I can't. My iPhone is stuck on mute again. (laughs) (laughs) And then he has to fix it and give it back to her. And that's the end of their conversation. But it was really important. Uh, So he goes over and talks to her. Mom is worried because Glenn, his brother, 
went to university on the Isle of St. Heron, uh, famed for its medical school, I guess, uh, and it's been taken over. Yep, it's famed medical school where they seem to do nothing but drinking and aerobics. Right? I saw them pour some liquor in some beakers. Liquor? Drinking? Yeah, drinking. <laughs> yeah. Liquor. Yeah, that's, that classifies as drinking. Uh, this is Cocktails 101. They uh, use their beakers. It's yeah. kind of medically. It's kind of science It's chemistry, at least. And but, then the uh, first person that falls asleep, Sam, instead of writing, you know, penis and shit like that on their face and drawing dicks, what they do is they shove a coloscopy hose up their butt and give mm -hmm. them a washout. And draw penis on their faces. You got to draw the penis on the faces. No, I mean, even if it's like, just a shit storm. Even if I, I'm pretty sure that when we uh, got uh, when we uh, when we captured Saddam and like uh, we're giving him the advanced interrogation, most of that was just drawing dicks on his face. Actually, he came out of the hole and they're like, it's him. And then he held up his phone and he's like, my iPhone is stuck on mute. <laughs> and then they had to fix it for him. help. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that those guys just sat in that bunker and watched a bunch of bad movies? Like like all of the Van Damme, all sure. of the Chuck Norris, all of the Schwaz, all of the Stone. They just sat in their bunker doing blow and watching action movies for like three months hiding out from the Americans before they got captured. Jesus. <laughs> this doesn't sound like a bad plan as long as you could still get pizza delivery. Because you wouldn't want to cook your own food down there. Why? You're shitting in a bucket. Well... Yeah. So, I mean, you don't want to touch anything with your hands. Well, I guess you're going to have to touch the pizza, but you wouldn't want to make the pizza and then have Johnny shit germs over there on your slice of pizza. You would just want your shit germs on your piece of pizza. So, you know, that goes back to folks. Don't touch things you're not going to buy. Um, I don't think you know anything about bunkers. You can put toilets in them, Jackie. I'm pretty sure no. Saddam Hussein, who stole all of the money from everybody, made sure in to include plumbing in his bunker. Sam? Did he have plumbing? I don't know anything about bucket. that. He didn't nor have a shit I can, bucket. I cannot confirm nor deny that he was also in the company of Johnny Shit Germs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had he had a fucking DVD player and a big screen. I'm pretty sure they, they get down there and lock the door. Okay, the, the Americans will never find us down here. Oh, no. We forgot everything but running water. It's the first mm. thing you put in. No. You just like the idea of Saddam pooping in a bucket and getting shit butt. Becoming Johnny Shit Germs himself. Right. <laughs> okay. okay, let's move on. All right, so so Saddam's down in the bunker, and he's watching. But no, okay. Um, <clears throat> where the fuck are we? So mom's worried about Glenn. She's like, he's been down there, and it's been taken over. You got to do something. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. And she's like, what are you going to do? He's like, I know, guys. Okay. So. Cut to his dumb ass in a box. Right. On an airplane. Like, where are these special unit guys that you know? You're just yeah. in a fucking box. <laughs> you know. Don't worry. I have a plan. I've seen a couple of Bugs Bunny cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mail call, myself there. Let me just call Air Molokai. They can get me there. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to sneak his way in because the island is on total lockdown. The only thing that can fly there is military aircraft, 
or military boats, but they got to be their military because why would you let somebody else's military come in there? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, I like that when they're like talking about how the the entire island is on lockdown, they cut to the shot of these two fisher guys just that are on this little shitty metal boat out there actually just fishing and then they shoot a fucking rocket at them and yeah. blow them up. They looked a little suspicious to me. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. In fact, my note was, hopefully they're spies. They looked like spies. <laughs> well, they had a set of binoculars. What fishermen are out there like, oh, the I, fish I, are I jumping okay. today? I missed the binoculars. <laughs> yeah, they had, a, they had a set of binoculars, and he had a Bee Gees haircut. And, oh, shit! You know what? That was the, the dead giveaway. Spies! They look like the Brothers Gibb. Blow them up. Yep. I think it was overkill. I think they could have like gone out there and captured them and been like, "What's your deal?" Instead of shooting a fucking tank cannon at them. <laughs> yeah, they actually they give me the espionage perm. See, that's the hairstyler, <laughs> and they're like, "That's not a thing." You're like, "Yes, it is." Right now, just do Hasselhoff. Just give me the Hasselhoff. Yeah, give me the Hoff. <laughs> All right, so Blaine's on the island. He's made it out of the cargo box. Uh, he's sneaking through the hangar and opens up the doors and is immediately captured. Good plan, buddy. I've got a plan. Don't worry, Mom. Also, I left without fixing your phone. Right. <laughs> My plan is to mail myself to another country and become captured immediately. Right. So that I can show off my cock in my underwear. Right. Which is what happens in the next scene. Yeah, he's... Uh, He's put up against a mattress and tortured, or not, a, you know, a, match, a, box, a box spring. spring. Well, whatever, the springs. Electrocuted, so whacked in the balls you, pretty good. You didn't, this isn't when you, Jackie, decided that you were in on uh, James Ryan here when he was swinging around with his man package? No, I had already disowned him from the time he got, he got out of the race car. And then this just was just like so painful for me. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Like, I wanted to vomit. It was just so damn gross. Because he's the end. thin. He's not, like, famished. He's just he's gross. slender. I don't like he's it. He's a very thin guy. Yeah. I don't like it. He's just a little guy. Uh, anyways, meanwhile, the college students, they're, uh, they're up to science in their college thing, making cocktails uh, and getting perved on pretty good. Uh, I like the obligatory shower scene. You know, hey, there's college kids. We've got to have a shower scene. <laughs> yeah. I actually just kind of tipped my cap to winners here because I was like, wow, those are two really nice butts. <laughs> Where'd you get those? Where'd you get those? The butt store. Two in one shot, really? I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of titty movies, and that sort of quality in one shot, that doesn't happen that much. I, I give him I give him credit because it's like, all right, how are we going to work this shower scene in? <laughs> Just have him get a leered at, you know, by guys with guns. There's a way to work a shower scene in any movie. You cut to naked women in the shower. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Oh, I'm all soapy. What now? Yep. Well, here, let me help you get it off with my soapy hands. And then you cut to something else after they help each other get the soap off. Yep. <laughs> it takes a while. It does. Very, very soapy. All right. So, Glenn, he's, uh, he's, he's decided to go for a drive, I guess, and has driven behind campus where, weirdly, there's been a nuclear power plant that just popped up. Hey, that wasn't there last week. That looks suspicious. So he 
runs over there, jumps the fence that uh, has razor wire on it, sneaks inside past all the guards who are not doing a very good job of guarding, and it's like, what's going on here? And finds that's all he says for like five minutes. Yeah, it's really like, what are you fucking stupid? Like, well, what's going on? He did go to medical school on Santaran University. I mean, you know, it's not exactly fucking <laughs> Yale. <laughs> it's like the last option for these students. Yeah. They're like, nobody in any of the other countries will take us. I already promised my mom on her death, but I was going to be a doctor. I guess I'm going here. The end. Doctor of malaria. Uh, I was going to try to make a you know University of Phoenix online joke, but they didn't have University of Phoenix online in 1988. Um, so he's like, "Shit, what the hell are these guys doing? They got USSR boxes and giant fucking missiles. Giant missiles. It's a missile factory. They this is this is base. So this is just the fucking." Cuban Missile Crisis, right? I mean, that's what yes. we're doing here. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. Okay. Think, uh, think old Yule had anything to do with the old Bay of Pigs, you know? Oh, why the hell not? <laughs> sure. Yep. Uh, you heard it here first, guys. We've <laughs> cracked the Bay of Pigs. What happened? That stuntman from Ben-Hur screwed it all up. <laughs> it wasn't him. <laughs> He was just, he just saw it happen. Like, yeah, that was supposed to happen 30 minutes ago. You know, I have seen some, I have seen some goddamn messes in my life, but you people are putting on a gong show right now. We've got to do something about the Cubans and their missiles. We do all the things, not because they're easy to do, but because they're hard. So let's send the guy from Ben-Hur in. <laughs> I'm putting you in charge. Yeah. No, I think also, he was... put your, my dick back in your mouth, Marilyn. Uh, it's not a very good Kennedy. It's like like the worst Kennedy I think I've ever heard. I of. thought you were going with Ronald Reagan there. Yeah, I you know what the hell it. you were doing? I was like, all right, well that's not right, but Nancy, okay. Have you seen my jelly beans? <laughs> also, Nancy, why is JFK's dick in your mouth? <laughs> He's been dead twenty years. I starred in a movie with a guy from Ben Hur one time. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> I'm going to try to get back to this movie. <laughs> okay, so there's missiles there. It's a Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, the guards spot him, and they chase him away very poorly. He just runs back the way he came, gets in his Jeep, and goes back to the school. My favorite is when the guard actually gets to the the gate with the wire fencing, and he kind of puts his hand up there like he's going to go for it. And right. then he's like, oh, fuck it. Nope. He's gone. Uh, what the hell do I care? And yeah, then just kind of turns that. around and is like, my lunch breaks in 10 minutes. So I really want to chase this little fucker down. It's not like he could steal an entire missile and run with it. <laughs> <laughs> Got your missile. <laughs> so we get introduced to Jennifer Baker. She is a journalist for the uh, St. Heron Slash Times. commando. The, yeah, slash commando. <laughs> All of these students are also slash commandos. Right. And she go, busts into Oliver Reed's office, who's the who's now the general of the island, or the, the prime minister, or whatever you want to call a guy that performs a military junta. And uh, she's like, I demand answers, and you're not giving me any, and the censorship is too tough, and I'm a journalist, and I have rights. And he's drunk as shit yelling at her. And... Mm. Uh, he, at one point, he gives her jazz hands. Like, yeah, she's making good arguments, and he's like, 
well, what about these? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I just gave you the jazz hands, which of course means it doesn't matter how much sense you make. I just don't care. <laughs> right. You know, that's a good top tip for life. Uh-huh. I think I'm just going to start doing that to people. Jazz hands. Like, I'll be in a meeting with somebody and just jazz hands them right over the Zoom. Right. And they'll be like, what are you doing? And I'll be like, if you've ever seen Rage to Kill, then you would know <laughs> what I was doing. You've never seen Rage to Kill? Oh, my God. Here's some more jazz hands for you. Here's some more <laughs> jazz hands. <laughs> so he's like, oh, well, uh, you want to learn more? Let me uh, show you my compound. And she's like, okay. It's not his compound. She locks him up with the college kids. This seems like a bad he locks move. her up. Any of, like, locking everybody up with the college kids. Right. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Because the prison is full. They're, and, know you know, that. he wants to go visit her for conjugal visits later. What? And there's, like, a whole thing going on where they're just going to make all these college kids into a harem. Well, and, that. And, you know, they're, there's like the, they're, like, plan D on the list, okay? They got to finish missiles. That's A. Okay. okay. Uh, B is mm-hmm. to successfully take over all of the government stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. C is to to remodel because <laughs> you know you don't want the old guy's crusty bed sheets and you know couches that he's farted on. That paint is peeling. We've got to do something about this place. Right, and then D and and you got to build the room for the harem, right? And yeah. uh, then D is to bring your harem over, which is AKA the medical students. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how guerrilla stuff works. Yeah, that's what Chavez did, right, Sam? Yeah. That checks out. Saw that on Jeopardy. Oh. I'm just telling you guys how it is. Before I was exiled, that's how I built my kingdom. Oh, right. Oh, you're in exile? <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, I was forced uh, to marry Justin out of necessity to get a green card. Right. right. She was removed from Jackistan. <laughs> Which was my front porch. Yeah. And the police said, you can't stand out here naked anymore, ma'am. <laughs> Go marry that guy. <laughs> if we catch you one more time shaking what you got out here in the front porch, we are going to arrest your ass. And I was like, it's the neighbors, isn't it? They're they're complaining. And he's like, no, it's everybody who rides their bike on the green belt. Now stop doing that. I will not respect this coup. I rule this front porch, she said as they arrested her. <laughs> well, I really had to stop doing it because my neighbor in the apartment above me actually unscrewed the light bulb. Uh, to the front porch so uh, that I didn't have any light anymore. Mm, mm-hmm. That's a good call. Okay, so Blaine, <laughs> Blaine. Is this the humping aerobics yet? Did we get to the no, humping no, aerobics? No, no, no. Blaine okay. has ta- been taken to another guy to who just asks him, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm a fisherman. Whereas before the last time we saw Blaine Stryker, he was strapped to a mattress spring set and electrocuted by Oliver Reed's guy. Now they're like, well, he didn't give the answers of the top man. Let's send him to the bottom fish. Sure. Let's just ask him rather yeah, than torture him. See what happens. Him. Let's give him some clothes and ask him. Yeah. We'll right. talk to him. Uh, but Cameron Mitchell's there. And Cameron Mitchell's like, no, don't shoot him. You don't want to shoot an American. Uh, and just roughs him up a little bit because uh, Cameron Mitchell is uh, is working both angles here for a little while. So that as punishment, they send him directly to his brother. (laughs) Which is where he wanted to go. They apparently only have one place to send people, and it's this college. Right. 
all of you guys have to be socially isolated together. You're, you're all quarantined together, you stupid college kids, I guess. And these two other people that they bring, right? They're mm -hmm. not college kids. Those are the only two that are really opposing anything. Huh? Because they're the only two other people in this college that are not oh, college kids. Oh, right. Yeah, the college kids are like, well, we're, we get to still wander around with no pants on, right? Well, of course. Sure. This is an 80s movie. Yeah, all the women, underwears and oversized shirts that are buttoned all the way down to their underwear. Right. There was... Some women were just wearing, like, towels. There's right? just not a lot of coverage here. It's hot. Yep. It's hot. It's hot. College. Well, you don't want to get swamp crotch. That's I, that's why you have to wander around naked. There's been a military takeover of the university, and there's men with guns in the eye. I don't think you should be worried about swamp crotch. I think you should be worried about getting shot or raped or something bad. Swamp, swamp crotch. Swamp crotch. Okay. All right. Okay. So they discuss a plan. They're like, uh, what are we going to do? And and uh, Mitchell comes in and he's like, hey, get out of here. You guys go back to your separate rooms. Uh, I don't even know why I'm here. Well, what am I doing here? Oh, I know why I'm here. One of these college babes. <laughs> mm hmm. Is this the, the humping thing? Yeah, now we get yeah. to Sam. Go ahead, Sam. So now they just have a shot of a woman's crotch making humping uh -huh. through the legs and butt of another woman. Right. They like, ha this was what a, a thing shot. in the 80s, Sam. It was called aerobics. <laughs> aerobics. <laughs> Which Does it have to have so many humping maneuvers? That's all I've ever seen. That's all I've ever seen, literally. It's pump and thrust. That's all there is. The it's pump just and pumping thrust. and thrusting. I mean, my experience is pretty much like flipping through the channels as a kid and being like, oh, oh my. And then, you know, your mom gets the Jane Fonda workout and you're like, oh, oh my. And then you cut to adulthood when you're watching these 80s movies and you got Aerobicide and uh, Killer Workout, which is the same movie. There was another aerobics murder movie yeah uh, american horror story just did uh, aerobics yeah. right and they're like that's all you do is do air humping air humping in practicing for the big game leotards yeah yeah dude good stuff man i don't know why we walked away from that <laughs> like maybe that's where america really went wrong <laughs> that's when it deteriorated yeah. to, to donald trump was right we, okay. we walked away from aerobics. I mean, seriously. Sure. And, and now the you got to people actually bicycling and jogging and, you know, rock climbing and dumb shit like that. All the while being in much better shape. Right. But they're not wearing leotards. And making and humping the air. Right. So, yeah. you know, you do the math. Tell me. All right. I think aerobics suck. <laughs> I don't think they work. Well, you don't do them, Sam. I don't want to see you in a leotard, but, you know, maybe some of the uh, other people that are uh, interested in air humping might want to. Air, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's so much air humping going on in this room that the soldiers are becoming distracted and they have to put down their guns to really fucking catcall the women doing aerobics. Right. <laughs> At which point their guns are always being stolen. Like, it, when does the quartermaster decide this is a problem with guys losing guns? Uh, we're down to 
42 from 228 guns. Where, what have you guys been doing with them? What uh-huh. have you guys been doing with the guns? Uh-huh. Where are you even paying attention to me? Jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> and then the aerobics is still happening over there. Yeah, so the kids are stealing the guns uh, to move them. They're moving them all around, making sure everybody's armed for when the time comes to have to storm the castle. They've all, they're all packing heat. So we find out that Cameron Mitchell uh, is an actual CIA guy. He's actually he's one of our boys, Bill Miller. Bill Miller, and uh, he's he's been sent down there to spy on the military guy Oliver Reed to make sure that uh, things are going well and report back. And he's got a whole network of uh, people on the island he's linked up with, and uh, he's doing the whole CIA thing. Sure. There. He's got his in. man George on the boat, the yep. Condor. Right, Condor. But he's got bad inf- bad news. Uh, Oliver Reed is going to murder all the students tomorrow for... Fun. Fun? I don't know. That's it? Why would you murder all the students? I don't know, because he's drunk. That's one thing, but there's no benefit to it. There's no benefit to murdering all the students. Yeah, I don't know. I guess he's like, fuck these guys and their aerobics. The he's 90s like, are coming. Do you know how much money they've used us? We've had to spend in guns over there. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> he actually is the only person keeping track of how many guns his people have been losing at the college. It's time to flush this whole thing down the toilet. <laughs> that's right. And now the locals are also like, fuck that. Uh, you can't kill those aerobic ladies. We like them. So now they've teamed up with the college kids. And the next morning, they all bust out of school. Yep. They now are in commando form. And a trained military loses a gunfight to some rebels and some kinesiology majors. Uh-huh. <laughs> I saw one lady in uh, that was just wearing her boyfriend's T-shirt, and it was wet, of course. Uh, she shot a guy right in the face, ran up to him and said, school's out for the summer, fucker, and then ran off. It was pretty sweet. And then came back and said, for you, school's out forever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're off for the rest of the semester. <laughs> There's no teachers in this movie. Like, no professors are ever involved, ever. This is a shitty college. (laughs) (laughs) Or a great one. You're not going to get a good education, but boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. (laughs) So they fight their way behind Mitchell and uh, uh, Blaine Stryker, who uh, who gets, at some point, steals an M60 and just starts mowing down dudes from on top of a water tower. Uh, he blows three guys away that are like 10 feet away with a fucking rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's blowing a lot of shit up. He's pretending to be Rambo. Right, right. Two. Meanwhile, Cameron Mitchell is pretending he didn't throw his back out while doing it. <laughs> yeah. He's just spitting out ad lib lines wildly. In his leisure suit. That's my favorite mm-hmm. part. Like... Whenever Cameron Mitchell's in a movie, like he looks like your uncle, but your uncle that you had back in the 80s, 
because he's yes. just wearing a leisure suit and a, like a neckerchief, and you know he just smells like all of the cigarettes. <laughs> no, it's the little cigars. Yeah, right. You know, Cameron Mitchell smokes morals when he's not smoking big cigars. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's he's awesome. I love him. But he looks like he's in, in pain while running behind these college kids. Like, slow down! <laughs> yeah. No, he looks like everybody's drunk grandpa because he's like... 30 people's drunk grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> so reinforcements are on the way. They got to get the hell out of there. And uh, so it's time to go to the main village on the town. And step one of main village is to throw a giant ass fucking party and not give a fuck that the entire island has been taken over by militants. Dance party. Right? I don't think this is a good idea. No. Not inconspicuous. Right. Well, and I expected to be introduced to a cobra a cobra snake at this point. Huh. And his name was going to be King One Strike. Okay. And kind of like two-step in right. that one movie right. that we watched, right? You get two steps and then you're dead. Right. But he's a one-strike cobra. And I expected him to, to uh, you know, have some action scenes later when they were attacking the missile place. I don't know why. I just really wanted there to be a cobra in this movie. Named One Strike. Okay. Even though it was supposed to be set in the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. Cobra. One Strike. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know about this. And plan. it could like go on the main villager's arm. You know the rebel leader's arm. Wally. Yeah. Wally, and you know its head could just sit like right on his shoulder. You know that way he didn't get a lot of wind resistance as they were running. And then when they got up to like potential bad guys, it would like open up its hood and be like One Strike, ah! and it would get them, and then. Save but then him. it would be confused because he's named Wally. <laughs> People would think his snake was named One Eye, and then later, oh, it's Willie. They Sam. would accuse like One Eyed Willie. Well, either way, it doesn't sound good when you're losing when your army of commandos is losing a military battle to Wally and One Eye. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? How dare you misquote the Goonies? You fucking animal. All right, fine. Barbarian. I guess it was a good choice not to put the cover snake in this yeah, movie. It wasn't a good choice to throw a fucking big ass party in the middle of town. They'll never find no. us here. Like not at the party. Even one of the college students is like, so you know they got helicopters, right? Like they could blow your shit away. They got tanks, and he's like, while well, he's like, I'm not worried about that. My town is safe. Oh, he's, he's like. You know how this started, right? He gunned down a party. Yes, but not not one at night. <laughs> With fireworks. Yep. They they didn't have sure. fireworks. Signal flares that said we're right here? Nope, they did not have those. Ha ha. Ha ha ha. Drunk college coeds? Nope. Bikini contest? They didn't have that. They'll never attack yeah. here. <laughs> What else do they have at drunken college contests or, you know, public parties? Puking? Did they have puking? puking? <laughs> a lot of puking. Beer bong? That's another Oliver Reed is rules. We don't shoot children and we don't shoot people who are puking. It's yeah. <laughs> rude. They've, they've had enough already. <laughs> that, that person's not a problem. Don't worry. All right. Uh, so uh, Blaine and uh, Jennifer Blake, they go on a... They go on a moonlight walk in the night uh, down to the beach. 
And uh, there they proceed to discuss uh, the island and love. Yeah. I just don't think making out while getting hit by waves would be good. I think it's dangerous. You know, it could get you washed gotta... away, man. Well, I think your best case scenario is that you only get a bunch of salt water in your nose. And sand. Sand in your balls is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. In your late track, it's going to happen. I don't like sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. Yeah. Uh, And they only take her shirt off. They take his shirt off, too. Oh, God, that was just gross. (laughs) I'm trying to block that out. But, you know, then they just roll around like a bunch of fucking weirdos and then it just ends. It was Breen-esque. It doesn't just end. They roll around with their pants on, and then he at one point, I believe his hand gets stuck in her hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> and then the love scene ends with him picking her up and walking off with her. It doesn't pan to the fireplace or the no. fatal out. He they just are done. They it's like, yep. This really kills a boner being that sandy. Also, I got hit in the face by like six waves. I'm done here. And you're knocked out. You're unconscious from being hit by a wave. You might be dead. Help me. Bad idea. Help me. (laughs) Yeah. Some people stare at the darkness. And then two people in red come running down the beach in slow motion. It's great. Um, Yeah. Oliver Reed's semi-drunk. Not this is he's he's keeping it together pretty good in this scene. Is he? He's not. Oh, we see where he's not like he's he's gurgle drunk. Okay. He's had two pints. Just two pints. Okay. Oh, I think all of you could have six pints and still be able to do this. All right. (laughs) Yeah. It's like 1030. He's still fine. Um, So his man, Martini, is in here and he's explaining to him that he's going to have. He doesn't even really go into what he's done that's failed him so bad, but he's going to give him basically three seconds to get out before he starts shooting. Right. And then he does it and turns around and he's surprised that uh, Martini was able to escape. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) None have ever escaped my grasp before. Slippery little bastard. Uh, Meanwhile, the students have been told by the U.S. government, Mitchell got a message out, uh, to that they're work, trying to work things out diplomatically, and that the uh the, they need more time to figure out what's going on. So they start nabbing the militants by essentially just dumb traps all over the place. While here's Cameron Mitchell has now gotten drunk too because he yes. jacks a guy's bike and starts pedaling around, singing like a fucking weirdo. Talking about the baseball game that's on the radio. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's drunk ad-libbing. Right. And it's bad. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, but it's like, wow, that's what are you even doing? They even wily coyote a guy. Like they put a sign out no. on the road that says Dear Detour, and he's like, Oh, and tries to get off a cliff. But this is great, because wouldn't that Jeep have been useful? Right. <laughs> that's what I said too. I'm and like, all they did is mm. capture this guy. And also he goes on his detour. And then he sees the cliff, and it's like, oh, no, you'll never be able to stop. Right. There's, like, a half of a mile. Yeah. It's like and he just jumps out, and yards. it's going, like, six. <laughs> it takes forever for this Jeep to fall off the cliff. Uh, it explodes in midair because that's how collisions work when there's no collision. <clears throat> it's awesome. Okay. So they take these nab guys, and they... It, this, uh, this might be my favorite scene in this whole movie because it's so stupid if you think about it. Not what happens in the movie, but they're like, 
tell us where the tell us everything you know about the factory and the guy one guy's like i'll never talk and so they wally's like points a gun at him and it's like oh i can't shoot a guy that's not cool uh no, bring he, in the next guy and the next guy's like uh i'm not telling you anything he points a gun at him he's like whoa, whoa 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 i'll tell you everything i know and they're like don't tell us draw it for us. yeah hopefully you're an artist or a cartographer, because that's what we need right here. Right. Your friend What is, is he going to draw? Out. It looks like he's just starting to draw some triangles. Right. <laughs> Sir, we've, we've got all their drawings. Uh, we're trying to piece them together, where they go and everything. Uh, this first one is a bunch of veiny dicks. Uh, yep. The second one is a bunch of veiny dicks. Uh, this one's got tanks in it, at least, but they are <laughs> shooting at airplanes, which doesn't make any sense. And everybody's a stick figure. Uh, veiny dicks, veiny dicks, uh, veiny dicks. That's what we've got. What do you think it all means? <laughs> put, it, put it together. It's just a, put it all up on the wall. It's a larger puzzle. It'll all make sense. All right, so I guess they got their info on where the missiles are, even though Glenn fucking was there. They're um, in the missile silos right? that they know where they are. I mean, there's not a lot of mystery here. Right. So I guess that guy's drawing the nuances to the security. Like, so it's it's a push on the door, not a pull. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> or he is, he's a really good artist, and he just draws something really thought-provoking, like him looking at them while they're looking at him and it's this whole uh, yeah. retrospect on like it's what it's Escher. like to be life. Yeah, right, right. It's MC Escher. <laughs> Not what we're looking for, but I like it. Uh, it's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the camera Mitchell Moe would be like, that's great. Get him out of here. It's, <laughs> yeah. He does that in every movie. Like, oh, yeah, fuck, exactly. we've been fucking around again. <laughs> He's like, well, we got to strike now. They're gonna, they're gonna blow the shit up. And uh, Blaine's like, no, there's not enough of us. They'll kill all these college students and all these rebels and stuff. Even though, like, everybody's getting doing all this other stuff anyway. So what the fuck? Even uh, though they've got worse aim than Cobra or stormtroopers, right? Uh, <clears throat> so Cameron Mitchell wants to try to send a message back to the states and get some input. Uh, but the transmitter's busted, their radio. So they got to go direct to the source. They got to go to their his man on the boat, George. The Condor. The Condor. And... The Condor. <laughs> this is one of my notes about this film, having seen it twice, is knowing where AIP has, is at budget-wise, mm -hmm. is that the Condor is a major piece of shit oh, for a boat. Yeah, it is. And they still can't blow it up. <laughs> they need to use the Condor more than once for more than one movie. Right. Uh, it's a fishing boat in the harbor. And in order to get them onto the condor, they must hatch an Ocean's Eleven style bust in plan by sending a man to his death on a motorcycle. <laughs> they send one of the college students out to jump <laughs> his motorcycle into the sea. As a distraction so that they can just get on a boat and then go around in circles. It's so stupid, this guy on the motorcycle, because first he busts through the gate while they're like, no, 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 don't come in here. And then they shoot at him, which in, in movies I can understand, you know, his, his 
his bike is faster than the bullets or whatever. They're bad shots. But then he needs to, like, veer out of the harbor and bail because they've already got on the boat. But he's still in there zipping around and then jumps his motorcycle into the harbor like, was there supposed to be somebody down there to catch you? Because now you're swimming while guys who can't shoot very good now have a slower object to shoot at. Yeah, there's a chance they might get you now. (laughs) Meanwhile, the best part of the plan is that they're going to use the radio. They know for the last time because they're not going to be able to receive a return message. So what do they do? They send a question. (laughs) They're like, all right, I got on the radio. Ask them what do they want us to do? All right, what do you want us to do? We're not going to be able to talk from now on out, from here on out. We don't have time. (laughs) Really? That's what you did? Not send help? Not any of that? Just please advise. I got to get word to my mom. Tell her we're okay. Now we got to (laughs) go. Yeah. it's. Oh, that's not what you're here for. Send instructions is what they send out, knowing that they cannot receive instructions. Yeah. And sadly, it all ends with uh, the hero of the movie, George, getting shot in the back and then driving the boat into some rocks at, at about half a knot that causes the boat to explode. <laughs> it causes an explosion about 400 feet in front of the boat because not only can they not blow up the boat, they need that boat so bad they can't even have an explosion anywhere near it. Right. Oh, man. That is true because when they cut to this boat burning, it is obviously a dinghy. Yeah, it's tiny. It's it's like, it's so fucking bad. It's awesome. And it's it, it, it reminds me of that scene in Top Secret where the Pinto gets... Yes. Ding and blows up yeah. because the boat is not moving when it pulls into these shores. <laughs> it no, it blow up for what do you got in the boat, George? Hydrogen? Is that a hydrogen powered boat? Oh God, the humanity! Dipshit, never fill up all your of boat the with missiles hydrogen. they could have used to <laughs> defeat the evil general. It just keeps him in the front of the boat so right. he can run into shit and blow up. <laughs> Uh, eventually the rep- they do hear back from the president who uh, says, do nothing. Uh, we don't want to make the situation worse. And I like this because Blaine says, well, I want to tell him two words and they're not happy birthday. And then Cameron Mitchell's like talking to a guy who says, well, what should I actually tell him? He's like, tell him happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty funny. And they're like, okay, we don't have any more time for you, uh, Mr. President. We're going to blow this fucking thing up with dynamite. Meanwhile, Oliver Reed is wasted in a hot tub for no reason. I had thought this was the drunkest I'd ever seen him on screen Uh until I see him in the next scene. Right. Which is the drunkest that I've ever seen him on screen. But But he's really drunk here. This hot tub sequence bears there. It's just him and this Yule guy flopping around some hookers and yelling at each other in unintelligible language about nothing. They're having a party. They are having a party. I feel like I couldn't tell if uh, Ian Yule had grabbed his hat and put it on the other woman or if he'd taken his trunks off and put them on her head as if they were supposed to be a hat. Whatever he's trying to do, she's resisting. There's only a certain amount of things. Like, everything that's happening in this hot tub is bad. Right. 
it's see, all and, bad. See, and I told Justin when we were watching it, I'm like, this is the day that they refuse to come in to shoot. So they're like, listen, Gary, go upstairs, take a camera, and just shoot whatever the fuck is happening. Whatever is happening up there. And then they got this. And they were like, well, I guess we can use it. Hopefully it's drunk chicks in a bathtub pouring chocolate syrup on each other. Shout out to Jim Winerski. But instead they got Oliver Reed and Yule being questionable towards people. Yeah. There's a chance that this is just what happened every day afternoon. Right. Exactly. Like, it was it'd be known that uh, Oliver Reed would show up and he was, if the cameras were ready to roll at seven, so was he, but... After about noon, he was just going to be drinking. <laughs> well, in the context of the movie, after the hot tub party, both uh, his man and him go inside and drink more and start getting a little, you know, they're pretty wasted on the couch. Pretty wasted. And He's, uh, he's got the hiccups. Right. <laughs> he's gurgling. He can't even talk. But at he's least, still well, delivering he, he does, lines. At least he gets... At least he gets something out about the movie because he orders them him to blow up the village with the choppers, yeah. which is what the guy Wally was like. I am not worried about that. They got fucking choppers. No, it's not a problem. He'll never blow up this. He like a week later, he blows up your village with choppers. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> fucking moron. People died in there. Women, children. And they got raped. Yeah. They were raping that one lady. You don't throw a party at your village with fireworks and dancing co-eds when there's been a militant takeover. You got to hide in the bush and stuff. That's, that's what I think you do. That's All what right. Oliver Reed and Ian Yule were trying to do earlier in the hot tub. Oh, hey. Oh, yeah, oh hey. Hiding in the bushes. <laughs> oh, hey, old two fingers. Huh? Yeah. So the plan is uh, Team Blaine is going to hijack their way into a convoy, sneak onto the base, and blow it up. Uh, but instead, what they do is they <laughs> don't sneak into them. a convoy. They just drive along in the convoy as a bunch of college kids, and nobody seems to mind. <laughs> nope. They just start driving. Like, what's the plan here? We're just going to get behind them and piggyback our way through the gate. Should we hide, Think sir? that's going to work? Well, I, don't see why we would do, I don't see why we'd hide. No, it's either going to work or it's not. Let's just do it. Let's just go okay. through the gate. Well, if we could just go through the gate and we don't need to hide, why do we need to get in the convoy? Let's go before the convoy shows up so we can blow it up when nobody's there. Why would we do that? Um, but aren't the soldiers in the convoy? Shouldn't we attack before they get there? Should we ambush the convoy and try to blow up the soldiers? Have more guns? Right? No, we just drive like we're part of it. And then part B happens. And part B is them shooting the whole base up, pretty much. They just yeah. shoot a bunch of guys. The rebels are outside shooting guys, keeping people from coming in. They're getting murdered pretty good, though, outside. Like, reinforcements show up, and most of the rebels have been massacred at this point. Yeah, most of the college students are still okay because they're perfect commandos. Mm -hmm. All right. I well, just... They, they have breasts, I mean, 
Can't kill the people you, with breasts. You know, you could go to a high school and probably round up a handful of decent soldiers. You're not going to do that in a college. Yeah. College students are actually kind of fucking worthless. Well, yeah. When it comes to this. I mean, I'm not going to say that. When it comes to everything but going to college and then that part of it, like, that's that's where everyone in college is at. They're at, like, I've got this much stuff I actually have to do, and then I'm just going to get drunk and screw the rest of the time. Yeah, I've never seen a military recruiter on campus at, at a university. They always they go to high schools for sure. sure. They hammer you high school. But in college, they, not like, really. You, a college with, like, 25,000 people uh-huh. has, like, 30 in the ROTC. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's because they all figured out how their dicks and vaginas work. That's part of the yeah. process. Yeah. Uh, You've got to get them before they get into college. They're not going to yeah. make good soldiers after that. Right. Too busy putting things in places. Um, so, Reed is upstairs in his bedroom. I guess it's still the same party that he threw before. Now he's got some new hookers, but he's hiding out in bed, banging hookers. Yep. One of them has huge boobs. Uh, uh-huh. And they're like, hey, dude, the teenagers are taking over the whole place. And he's like, oh, like the Death Star? That sucks, man. And then he yells at the hookers, let me out of here. <laughs> He can't yeah, he even get even, his shirt on. No, he can't get his pajamas back on, and he's stuck in bed. And he's fussy. So what does he do? He goes downstairs and grabs a bottle of, of fucking Red Label Walker and yeah. says, it drinks with a cup and the bottle in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> just in his bathrobe. Just He was able to get it together enough that his balls aren't hanging out, and he's ready to drink again. Well, you know, and he put on a bathrobe. At least, thank God for the movie viewer. Oh man, he tells he tells his man, uh, "Don't kill Cameron Mitchell. I'll kill him by shoving a flagpole up his ass, and then the worms Something. are gonna eat his ass." I think he's talking about Wally. He wants Wally oh, to, okay. to be eaten by worms, asshole first. Well, well, I hate to break it to you, but worms don't climb up a flagpole. Yeah, they're pretty fucking lazy. They're gonna go to whatever dead animals within a radius. They don't. They're not gonna climb up there and go up his butt. I like that. That's your takeaway, rather than I'm gonna shove him on top of a flagpole. It'll be like a puppet. Like, Hello, I'm the Rebel Alliance. <laughs> I would like to tell you to be nice to this man because he is my friend. <laughs> and the reason that he's popping up and down is because you know you gotta uh, get the. The rope, right, that you get the flag to go up with, and, mm-hmm. and you just move it up and down at the uh, bottom. Oh, it's already got Hello. the marionette. Yeah. It's yeah. Already, okay. It's like a whole thing. Bring him I, more booze. And titties. Disturbing image of Jackie as queen using real dead people as marionettes. <laughs> Let them eat cake. <laughs> hey, I see you down there picking your nose, asshole. I'm, I'm sure fucking Henry VIII did worse things, Sam. Oh, yeah, right. Nice bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, there you it's go, not as bad as Joffrey. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, you got room. <laughs> room for improvement. All right. But so, if I get a dragon, you guys are all fucked. Right. Um, so Team Blaine makes it to the missiles. 
They rig it with dynamite. Uh, I like the fact that he sets a kitchen timer, a sticky kitchen timer to the missile, yet the kitchen timer is not connected to the dynamite in any no. way. It's a uh, wireless dynamite during, fuse. It's got during this a- action sequence, it's interesting. That's one fun thing. Another fun thing is they're just using normal dynamite rather than fake C4. Right. And then the explosions themselves, like there's a uh, troop transport that gets shot by a missile, but it doesn't. They just blow up the tree behind it as it keeps driving by. (laughs) And then the men fall off. Like, I guess that thing's not a problem anymore. It's not still full of soldiers and completely undamaged. Um, They fight their way out of the missile factory while the timer's going. Blaine does some swashbuckling, which was pretty stupid. Yeah. Again, I couldn't find any documentation on his actual martial arts training. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> they get outside. Uh, they get Reed's man slayed to kill himself by driving his truck. By the, All they do is shout at his name, and he drives a fucking truck into their escape vehicle, blowing them both up. Yeah. They're like, ha, 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 What? You didn't have... Man killed himself in the most stupid way, and now you don't have a ride out of here, dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, he's like, we still got like a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. No, they didn't. They're all dead. They didn't. When the explosion happens, it's like, they're obviously too close. Yeah. If you yeah, can if you still see the, the missiles, you're too close. You can't stand 10 feet away from the factory doors. No. Dumb shit. You got to be 400 yards away when this thing goes. Maybe more. Yeah, so the factory's been blown up. Uh, the rest of the rebels are like, or the militants are like, pretty much dead. And then they look up in the sky and they're like, who's that? It's the Marines. Thank God. And there's like 10 Marines that jump out of a plane and land on the island. They're here. We're saved. From what? You you've already won. What are the Marines are like just in time, boys? Thank God, it's the Americans. You're you're just in time to steal our chicks, <laughs> <laughs> who are actually the best fighters in this army. Right. Okay. Thank God. Uh, and Reed Oliver Reed shoots himself, which sucks. Like he needed a much more climatic death sequence, but I guess they ran out of time, which is surprising yeah. for an AIP film. Uh, and then they have a big party at the harbor. Again, party. Party, everybody. That's the movie. Well, and everybody's partying with guns. Did you guys notice that at yeah, the end? Right. Everybody's still got their gun, and they're like, woo! And then, you know, somebody's going to drink too much and accidentally shoot Susan, and she's going to be like, oh, my God, you fucking shot me, Bethany! Like, I fucking told you, you don't even need that gun anymore. So what you're saying is St. Heron is now a uh, uh, principality of the United States of America? Because that sounds like America. <laughs> no, those are the co-eds from the medical school. <laughs> we get our guns and throw a party and shoot at each other. You know, we get all wasted with our guns. <laughs> hey, this isn't the Tiger King, okay? Yeah, well, it kind of is. Uh, who wants to go first with questions? Sam, you. What does he get for the missiles? From Russia? Is it money? I mean... He doesn't need it. He's the king of an island now. 
He needs, but he needs to, his selling Russian missiles or building them or what, why is he doing that? Vodka. I think because uh, Russia is willing to supply the missiles and give him money and power, right? Like by eliminating the governor, so that he can rule the he island. Shot the governor. That is the governor's pool party. The Russians did not right. help him with this. Gorbachev the, didn't pull that trigger. Mm-hmm. Oliver fucking Reed did. Right. Well, in return for him having ultimate power over this island, they have to let Russia come in and bomb the U.S. Again, that's again, what Russia gets. What does Oliver Reed get, Jack? He has to control he the get? island. He, he, he is the one who that. took it over. Russia wasn't there. Russia's never been on the island. More booze. Yeah, okay. Now it's and a, titty ladies. I like how you go back to, oh, yeah, that was totally stupid of me to say. I'll go with what Justin oh, no. said, vodka. <laughs> I, did not, I did not say it was stupid of me to say. I was trying to make a shit movie into a good one. Shut up, you. Shut and, up. And you ended up making it worse somehow. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, yeah. less sense. God damn it. I can't answer your question, Sam. I'm confused. I, I don't know. The only thing that I think Russia could provide seriously, legitimately, is vodka. There's nothing he needs from them. There just isn't anything he needs from them. Yeah, In fact, he would be able to control the island better. The only thing that fucks him up is those missiles. Right. Boris Yeltsin's like, yes, but have you seen these titties? Oh. Oh, Oh, wow. (laughs) Maybe he's getting a premium hot tub. Yeah. Here's the intelligence report without the missiles as it reads to the president. Uh, St. Haran has been taken over by the crazy general. And then the president goes, oh, that fucking drunk fucker is just going to have hot tub parties. I don't even care. Yeah. Send him a new hot tub. the, The president actually says that. Don't make the situation worse. The only thing that makes anything bad happen in this movie is the college kids invading something and taking yeah. over the man's because that's what makes Oliver Reed blow up a village. It's not because the village is there and they're fucking with their shit. It's like, I, I mean, I guess, you know, make your own decisions. Other countries, as far as your democracy, we're not getting involved. I'm kind of on the fence on how I feel about that. Um, my question is, it's a rhetorical one, but boy, this movie really isn't much of a plug for the military, is it? Not the private sector anyway. Well, not not our military, because the president's like, again, he, there's, there's guys on his team that are like, we send the Marines in, but 10 of them out of an airplane. Uh, this thing will be wrapped up in three days. And the president's like, nope, no, 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 no. Let the college kids handle it. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he's right. He's like, so are they still having problems with the fucking college kids? Yeah, they're still having problems with the college kids. Figure out the smallest number of human Marines we need to send in there. And if the number's one, then just send the one. <laughs> Um, more serious question. Is Blaine Stryker only a race car driver? Is that what he is? Or is there something else to him? Again, drag racing isn't something that you can make a living at. Right. It's an expensive hobby. You have to have a lot of money to be involved in that. There's like 10 people in the world that make money off of drag racing. He's a high-end prostitute. You think he's gross looking, though. That doesn't matter. I don't want to have butt sex with him. 
What? He's a male prostitute. Are you just saying? To other males. Are you just saying words? You're just saying No, I read a book yesterday that this is a real thing. Male prostitution? Yeah, it sure is, Jackie. And I think that that's what he does on his downtime so he can afford to race. You had to read a book so that you could know that male prostitution has existed. Yes. What else did you learn yesterday by reading books that that there's high end prostitutes chicken, that have madams and taste like everything? No, shut up. Um, there are there are Was madams. Fred Garvin in the book? <laughs> and well, no, but they have madams, and you have these high end clientele, yep. and then so you're not like that streetwalker prostitute uh-huh. that gets ten dollars for a blowjob. You get like twenty five. Yeah. And. I'm just saying he could be doing that on the side. You had to read a book to okay. I, I didn't. I didn't realize that that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, until last night, and now I'm like, ooh, I'm intrigued. So you don't have to get a dirty hooker. You can get like a clean one that wears a suit. Sam, what else? Do you really? Can they possibly be brothers, the Strikers? No. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> Blaine Striker, and then like Glenn Striker, who takes he takes after his mother's side of the family, I guess. Well, mm, we yeah. know we know based off of what the film tells us. Other, you know, hey, they're brothers, but we know that uh, uh, Blaine is uh, a race car driver, and we know that Glenn has an American flag uh, in his uh, dorm room, and they both have uh, very non-American accents. So sure. therefore, they must be brothers who are American. You know, I miss my brother a lot. I wish he was down here. Boy, that's one hell of American, that guy, right, mate? <laughs> Old Blaine Stryker, he's he's one of the top Americans if I could ever think of one. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's more American than Vegemite or Poutine. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, I am also very American. <laughs> A very American like Stolyechnia. Yeah. In America, Rod forks you. So, what happened to the booby ladies? Like the were they hookers that Oliver Reed's in bed with in the hot tub? Like, what happens to them after he's like, uh, "I lost. I'm gonna kill myself." Do they just join up with the college kids? Or I'm guessing it's a beach party, right? They'll just go down to the beach party with everybody else, and it all works itself out, I suppose. And were they hookers or were they college students? I can't tell. I figure they're probably captive college students. They were white people. Nobody else on the island is white. So. Yeah. Captive uh, college students. Or they were there before he actually gunned down the governor. He oh, already maybe. talked him into like. Yeah. You're going to get. Leftover pool parties. Uh, I'm going to keep you drunk the whole yeah. time you're here. And they're okay. like. Cool. <laughs> and then like afterwards she finds out like what actually happened they've just been up there partying the whole month oh they right, had no idea right. there was a small war like oh my god they shot at you that's terrible he seemed like such a nice guy uh let's move on to final recommendations uh jackie let's start with you do not whoa you really? left your ass off during this movie i did but I cannot stand the look of the people. Okay, that's and so that's therefore, um, it does not. No. Okay. Well, do the, not. this is a uh, a recommendation whether somebody should watch it or not. So let's just go ahead and assume that the person you are discussing this with 
isn't as like superficial as you, would they enjoy the movie? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I can't just say <laughs> God uh, damn it. The, yes, they would. The, pe- the people don't have sculpted chests and abs, so they you shouldn't sculpted- watch it. They have sculpted. It's just crack horse sculpted, and it's gross. But it is a fun movie, and Justin's right. I can't say no to it for that, but I do want to say no because it's... You don't like James Ryan. I don't like James Ryan, but the overall movie was pretty funny. Okay. So I guess I'll give it a do on that. You can get over your own self. I can't. I'm stuck here with myself for a majority of the time and now we're starting to talk to each other and it's just a fucking mess. Yeah. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, Yeah, I think it's a do. I really like this movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I say you can show up just to watch Oliver Reed because he steals the show on my book. Uh, He's a total drunk piece of shit and it's great. Uh, And then it's got about as big as an idiot plot as you can possibly get. So show up for that. Do. Sam. Absolutely a do. It's one of my favorites from a year or two ago, whenever it was. And yes, this is for all of the things that I search for in bad movies, the dives and the the weird little side notes I mark. This is the drunkest I've ever seen Oliver Reed. <laughs> and I'm out there looking to see how drunk Oliver Reed got on camera. I just I can't. I'm out there. There's still a few that I haven't seen to make sure he didn't get more drunk. I just can't imagine him being more drunk than the scene when he was laying on the couch in anything ever because he is in actuality so drunk that he is about to pass out. Yeah. The right. only way to be more drunk is to be passed out. Right. Or dead. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's crazy. And I think, like, again, this is this is the type of movie that we signed up to for this podcast for. So um, it's it's all of it. I, I think it's great. Um, next week is Jackie's pick. Uh, Jax, what are we doing? We're doing The Wiz with Fred Savage. Nope, that's not the movie we're doing because that's a different movie with Michael <laughs> that's Jackson. That's totally different, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you mean The Wizard? Yeah, The Wizard. Sorry, I was uh, abbreviating there. We'll see. This is going to be interesting because I, when this movie came out, saw it and thought it was the best movie that I had ever seen when I was like nine or ten or whatever. Yeah. We'll uh we'll discuss the wizard more on uh, Wednesday. We'll we'll prep for that uh or not Wednesday. It'll release on Thursday when we do our next Corona sode. So um I hope you guys have a great week. Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.